Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am not flying solo tonight, or today. See, we're usually on at night. I'm not used to the Saturdays. It's daytime. Oh, my gosh. I'm still sleeping. But, um, yeah, so I'm not flying solo today, uh, but my my partners in crime here, uh, Sharon McNamara and Mary Baker, are sort of, you know, Making making the real estate happen out there. So um, they are not joining me today, but I am joined by one half of the Grady team, the better half of the Grady team. Don't say that. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> I am joined by Tracy Grady. Hi, Tracy. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. It's so good to be here. It's been a while since I've been here. It's kind of like nerve-wracking again, like my palms are sweating. No. Well, I think your palms are sweating because I literally just walked in the door maybe three minutes ago. So. <laughs> she didn't come flying in on two wheels. I like, did. Wah! And I live, on, I live on the same street as our office. So, you know, I have no reason to be to be late. But luckily today I was not. Um, but welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. I was a little nervous because um, I know Sharon and Mary couldn't do the show today. So I was like... Um, How do I it, do radio by myself? Do I just talk to myself? <laughs> I mean, I talk to myself in private, but like not for like the world to hear, no. or at least the South Shore. No, <laughs> and it's nice because I I don't have the um, the ability to be here on Tuesday nights. I used to do Tuesdays. Yeah, and um, so here I am on Saturday mornings. I'm thrilled to be back. I know we've been doing like it's sort of a mystery. Like, are we going to be live or are we playing a show now that we're doing Tuesdays and Saturdays? Um, but I know that um, Sharon had John Harrington on from Embrace Home Loans last Saturday. That was a really great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing the um, Pancreatic Cancer Walk in Boston, so I couldn't do the show. But she did the show with John, um, and I guess it was really it great. Was good. That, I watched that, it. Yeah. yeah so um, we we actually replayed it on Tuesday night. So Sharon and I got sort of the night off. I 
went food shopping. That's fun. I couldn't remember the last time. <laughs> and then, like, the uh, it's just me. So, and then I was like, 140 something dollars. I go, for what? What did, <laughs> what I, did I actually buy for I think I got guacamole. Like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in a grocery store in a long time. But, um, but yeah, so. See, that's where the better half of our team comes in because he does all the grocery shopping at our house and I am spoiled to the yeah, end degree. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are spoiled. I yeah. am spoiled. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> Jimbo is a great guy. He's a great realtor. He's a great husband, father, great he's guy. He's great. He's watching Edna right oh, now, our new puppy, Edna. Yes, new puppy, Edna. Yep. Um, but I know we are very comfortable because we know, <laughs> we each, know other. each other. <laughs> um, and you have been on the show before, but yep. for all of our listeners who don't know who you are, please yep. introduce yourself. I'm going to get us all set up on Facebook Live. Um, so here's the floor for okay. you. Oh, tell, thank you. Tell all of our listeners who you are, where you service, uh, are you a part of a team? All that fun stuff. Wonderful. Okay, so my name is Tracy Grady, and I am partnered with my husband, Jim, and we are known as The Grady Team. Um, We've been here at Boston Connect for the past seven years, which is hard to believe that it's been that long. I know. Um, And we pretty much handle any, we've gone pretty far. We go north, we've been to Boston and Dorchester. Um, I would say primarily most of what we do is here on the South Shore. Um, We live in Hanover. Our two kids, we uh, raised our two kids there. Uh, shout out to Taylor down in Nashville and Colin yeah. in D.C. I mean, amazing kids. Yeah. Oh, thank they, you. They thank both you. live the dream. They you, both you guys live, did an amazing yeah, job. They both have great jobs that, you know, they're dream jobs. So we are super proud of both of them. Um, but we um, we basically got started here about seven years ago. I was working for the town of Pembroke in the building department. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all of my contractor friends that I don't get to <laughs> see on a daily basis anymore. But I still talk to you all the time. Um so, and uh, Sharon McNamara comes walking into my life and says, you should really be a real estate agent. And I thought, you're out of your mind. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I did. I followed her advice. And then my husband got his license. And that's pretty much where it all started. We, we're coming up on selling our 30th condo. In Pembroke. Condo in Pembroke. Pembroke. Oh, my gosh. We have to have, like, a party. We're going to have to have a party or something. We're going to have to have a siesta. Yeah. Yeah. A fiesta. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. (laughs) We'll get a pinata. We'll get a pinata. As long as they're tequila, I'll I'll be there. I'm totally in. Yeah. Yeah. Totally in on that. We uh, we used to get crazy on Tuesday nights, but now I feel like we need to get crazy on Saturday morning. I was kind of hoping that we were going to have mimosas, but... (laughs) I know. I think maybe the first Saturday we did, but honestly, Sharon and I... We do come in here on two wheels on Saturdays. <laughs> I, I thought about calling you and being like, don't panic. I'm, I'm on my way. I live three minutes away. <laughs> I got here about 20 minutes early, and I'm like, oh, I hope she shows up because I don't know how to turn any of this on. So. Yeah, yeah, no. We're pros at this now. Um, but, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for taking the floor thank for you. a second so yep, I can get yep. us up on Facebook. So um, if you like us on Facebook or you're friends with Sharon Costa McNamara, we are live on Facebook. If you're a part of any of the Connect pages, Pembroke Connect, Hanover Connect, um, all those, you know, Marshfield, all those fun pages, um, you can see us. Tonight, t- I keep saying tonight. tonight. Today, it's daytime. I'm still sleeping. <laughs> uh, today, yeah. <laughs> today we are talking new construction. So I know you reached out to Sharon, um, wanted to get on the show, and Sharon's like, "How about like this week, this Saturday <laughs> with <laughs> Melissa? We really need something. Because we really need something." 
Um, yep. And you're sort of like one of the go-to people in or agents in this office that when somebody says new construction, you know, we think of, of you guys. We think of the Grady team. Obviously, Sharon um, and Mary have been doing new construction for years. Yep. Um, and you say you've been here for seven years. I've been here for six years. Yep. <laughs> and yep. Sharon does have a way of convincing you to like, oh, you know, why don't you get your real estate <laughs> license? And why don't you do this? Why don't but you run you, the yeah. office? Yeah. Why don't we do the show eight times a week? <laughs> <laughs> and yep, you just don't. She does not take no for an answer. No, so you know what? But she's 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 the smartest one out of all of us. Oh, so yes. Um. So she she knows what she's doing. But um. But yeah. So to to be, I can't believe you've been here longer than me. Just I a can, little bit. You yeah. came right after right I started, after, yeah. and then Jim started probably a little bit after me. Yeah. When I realized that mm-hmm. this was well, we were both working full time jobs, yeah. so it yeah. was tough. So it worked out because Jim worked at the police station nights as as a dispatcher. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I miss those I, stories. <laughs> so I had the, he had the day shift. I had the night shift. So we, it just worked out really great for us. Yeah. And working in the building department, um, you know, I have a great background in permitting and new construction and any kind of construction. I mean, yeah. I can't read a ruler. Let's get that straight. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you pull your permits. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so obviously today we're going to be talking new construction. It was your idea. So you, yep. you sort of made this agenda for all of our listeners. Yep. Um, so we'll sort of go through this, but if you guys have any questions or you want to join in on the conversation, 781-837-4900 is the number to WATD. Tim would be happy to connect you with us. Again, we are live on Facebook. So if you have any questions, go on there. Um, you want to say hi, you want to remind us that it's Saturday, not Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> and it's daytime, not it's daytime, evening. Not and it's bright out. <laughs> it's bright out. Yes. I know, but we're like in the, like if you see us on Facebook, we oh. have the shades down. We're, oh. we're like in a, in a, Being a cocoon. Shady. A cocoon. Oh. It's a bit of a cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a little chilly out today. I kind of didn't want to get out of bed. No, it was I'm wearing windy. a sweater. Yeah. Anyways, yep. everybody listening is like, all right, are you going to get to the <laughs> topic or not? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we could do this all day long. Honestly, I mean, seriously, we, we could be home three o'clock in the afternoon. We could. <laughs> and I'd still think it's Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, okay. So, anyways, new construction. Wh- okay. Where do you start? Where do you even start? Yeah, you just, um, it's it's a pr- it's definitely a process. Um, new construct, and there's not a lot of new construction out there because, yeah. well, one of our topics here is land. Your I land. mean, sometimes, yeah. I mean, you have to really think about where, where, you have where to do you want to live? Somewhere. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you got to start with a piece of land somewhere. Yeah. So, um, you know, you really need to um, think how long and where, what your current living situation is, because it's going to take some time. As much as HGTV and 100-day build makes you think it's a pretty quick process, it is, it takes some time. It's, I'd say it's a good six-month to nine-month process. Yeah. I always yeah. find it so funny when I hear, like, real estate professionals or anybody in the business, they go home and they watch, like, real estate shows. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I think, when I hear, like, W, or W-A-T-D, when yeah. I think of, um, you know, what did HGTV you just say? HGTV. I'm like, what? But then I used to watch like Million Dollar Listing. Like I I loved all those guys and and the and the girls, you know. But I could I would catch myself being like, I just I just did real estate all day, and (laughs) And I'm still watching. I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play this game. So I always thought it was funny, but. 
but it is yep. true, you know, and we'll get into doing open houses and, and all that fun stuff in, in buyers going to um, open houses to see new construction and stuff. Yep. But there is a lot of like, oh, like on trend, yes. you know, and you get all those um, ideas from HGTV. But yep. sorry, I didn't no. mean to cut you off. No, no. And we've just been really lucky as the Grady team to have worked with some amazing builders. And we're in a market that, you know, there is not a lot of inventory out there right now. So at, at times we've had competitive um, the subdivision that we're working on down in Carver right now on Yule Street, we had nine lots. And literally, we had six commitments back to back to back. So it was kind of like first in gets their house built first. And so the, the process started. And it definitely takes time. And especially during COVID, we had some issues with getting product in. Yeah. Um, appliances, things to that nature. So, yeah. you know, your six-month timeline now kind of becomes a nine-month timeline. And like I said, we had a lot of people. And I think COVID kind of proved to people that I don't need to, I can work from home. So, yeah. whereas Carver probably wasn't one of the top, you know, for new construction, has now become, I can work from anywhere. So I can live in lovely Carver, which is a beautiful town. It is. I mean, it's very rustic and rural, and yet it's still close to the highway. It's still close to shopping, Plymouth and what have you. So it's become very desirable that, you know, I can live in Carver and, and remoter town, remote towns. So... Yeah, and and even like I feel um, Carver is is great access to down the Cape too. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you're kind of at that halfway point. You are at yep. that halfway point. Yep. So you know, the pandemic sort of allowed people to move towards you know the lower South Shore. You know, going down to the Cape and stuff because they they were able to opened up your eyes to yeah. other communities other than you know the top five communities that are close to the highway. It's like oh, I can I can make this work. Yeah. So and, and then with our process, usually what ends up happening is we'll talk to an agent or we'll talk to a buyer and we'll kind of get a feel for what they're looking for. And then we usually have a sit down conversation with the builder face to face. Um, you know, we work with K&G Development, Bob Goslin. Hi, Bob. Happy Hi, Bob. Mother's Day, Lisa. Um, <laughs> they're going to say Happy Mother's said, Day, Bob. <laughs> yeah, happy Mother's Day, Bob. Um, so we sit with Bob, and he walks the client through the whole process. So by the time he's done giving his presentation, they're really, you know, we know what the buyer's looking for. And nine out of ten times, that's the day that you make the decision that you're going to move forward. Um, and I know we have down on here, too, um, contingent, like selling yeah. your, you know, having yeah. your house. Um yeah, so we always take a contingency. Yeah, because so, you got six months. I, I mean, I when I was doing um, open houses over at Copperwood um, and in Bristol, you know, buyers would come in and say, "Oh, you know, I'm just not, I'm not ready." Um, you know, and my first question would be, well, are you looking to build custom or are you looking to purchase a, a model home? And, you know, it's usually always, I want to build custom. If right. I'm going to get new construction, I want to build custom. I want to build what I want. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, my response to that is always, well, that's great that you still have your home that you're still living in. You know, yep. it, it's all a different, like you said, it, your living dynamic changes over time, especially when you are going to purchase something else. So um, I don't know if we want to get into that part or, or we, you got the flow. You, yeah. you got the flow. So whatever, whatever you want to sort of tackle first. Yeah. So well, I think contingency comes into play because people are thinking, you know, well, I need to sell my house, but I don't. And this is always the big one. I don't want to be homeless. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be homeless, and I'd prefer not to move twice. Yeah. Nobody wants to move twice. Nor do you, you know, it's an in, it's a slight inconvenience. If it's your ultimate dream and you have to sell in order to buy, then, you know, you have to make that sacrifice of, I'm either going to rent 
or I'm going to put my and I'm going to put my stuff in storage. But nine out of ten times, most people, um, most builders will take a contingency because we're talking over a period of time, um, and then we try to do it so that we can close and you can move all kind of in the same day. Um, but you always have to kind of have that thought in your head that you might not be able to, you know, move out and move in on the same day. So you really yeah. need that little backup. You need a little bit of a cushion. You need a little cushion. Yep. You need a little cushion because yep. honestly, like anything else in life, it's unexpected. Yep. Things things can happen. Things can happen. Um, but, you Again, know. Delays happen, as we said, with appliances, product. Um, for a while, you couldn't get, you know, pressure-treated wood or... Yeah. So it, w- it was it was tough for a while. And, uh, you know, you get on a list and you're hoping that it's going to come in. And kitchens, oh, kitchens, the uh, bane kitchens. of my existence. <laughs> and everybody needs one. <laughs> and apparently you need one. You, Even to you, pass, you, you know, need, yeah, you to need. get your final inspection, you have to have water. You have to have running water in the house. Go, go figure. Who knew? Who knew that running water was that important? So, you know, it just, yeah. Expectations are usually set, and I will say, you know, we again, we've had great luck. Um, if Bob says a day you're going in, you're, you're pretty dang close to that day that you well, are going in. So That is awesome yep. because you don't typically see that a lot. <laughs> no, you but don't. even when you're, um, for anybody who has purchased new construction, they know that there's sort of that clause in in purchasing so they give you them the builders give themselves a little bit of a cushion yeah. that you know if these delays do happen outside of their control right you know nobody's going to be homeless they'll figure it out yeah we'll you get a little bit of an extension <clears throat> so you know you you keep that and it's important um if you have a very savvy real estate agent if you are also trying to sell your home at the same time yep. you timing. are you, timing is key yep we're doing it right now as a matter we're in a deal with people selling and uh-huh. you know and are you representing both sides or we are representing oh. both sides oh, on this you. one yes so and as it turns out we found uh, and it's 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 tough to find a flexible buyer like yes. you say we are on you know hoping on or before a certain date and then you're hoping that your buyer isn't like well i gotta sell or i have to be out of my yeah. rental agreement by such and such a date and then you talk about rate lock for people you know you don't want them to lose you know the rate lock so yeah it's, I, it's a ge- it's a game of balance it for sure. It's a game yeah. of balance. Um, but just going back to our sort of the yeah. building process, yeah. um, how long do you think it typically takes uh, for at least a single family home? I would say six months. Six to nine mm-hmm. months is probably a really good time frame. Um, I, yeah, six months is probably yeah realistic. Do you feel like the time has gone uh, gone up? Be, like in the past couple of years, because oh <laughs> I remember yeah. being a copper wouldn't mean like three months, three months. <laughs> we could get this done in four three, months. Three, four months. Well, and we did. Hundred day dream home on TV. Yeah. So, you know, you look at some of those, yeah. and I always say that to Jim though, because Jim has the builder brain, and he's a frustrated architect as well. So <laughs> he can see it in his head, whereas I need to see it. Uh, yeah, but he can see it in his head, and um, I'm like, how does hundred day dream home build a house in hundred days? Is it really, or is it kind of not really? They but probably have a hundred people working on it. <laughs> it's it's it is a real thing. It's just it's different up here too. We have um, we usually have basements, yeah, which take extra time, mm-hmm. and you know they have to they're on slab down there in Florida. Plus it's Florida, so you get twelve months out of the year you can build. Whereas yeah. up here 
We have yeah. some snow conditions every now and again that can slow yeah. us down. But I would uh, safe safe bet with a new construction is anywhere between six to nine months. COVID definitely took a you know it took a beating on us as far as the supply chain went. Yeah. So and that's not the best news to have to give to people that are so excited that they're building their new house and they can't wait to get in and you're like and your kitchen's been delayed another 20 days, yeah. another 10 days. It was due in today. It's not coming till next week. So we've had to have a couple of those conversations. Yeah. And it's not it's not just the new construction. It's everybody who's been oh. home who have been doing, you know, updates to yeah. their home or finally getting al- around to those projects that they've been doing for the past 10 years. If you're going to be stuck in your house, I want a really nice kitchen. So yeah. we're, we're doing this. We are doing our kitchen right now. So we ordered our appliances. Our stove will be in in November. Oh, nice. And our refrigerator, maybe, maybe yeah. February 2023. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting like uh, memories of we have a mutual friend, Ron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it felt like I've only known him for maybe a year and a half, but I feel like yeah. he's been doing his kitchen for the past 10 years. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, yeah. We got this today. Yeah. We got yeah. this countertop. And he designs kitchens, too. Yeah. So, so if he couldn't get it. If, if, if Ron's not getting it, then we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody else like is getting yet. any faster no. than that. Uh, no, but yeah, it it takes a while. Yeah, it's a it's a process. So our kitchen, which we started oh, started ordering stuff back in February, March, probably won't be done until February of next year. Yeah. So that's yeah. a little. I yeah. feel like in the past um, two or how how long we've we been in this two three years pandemic that every homeowner um, at least maybe around here every homeowner that was still working did one of two things they they modified their home to yep. fit their needs yep or they decided that they were gonna sell and sell and move and they and they have but i feel like a lot more people modified their home because there's nothing on the market no the inventory is still so low you know it's yeah yeah i feel like the same thing they either modified or moved but yeah yeah it was was crazy yeah it's been crazy and i never saw that coming either though i mean with covid everybody's like oh my god everything's just gonna shut down it did not in real estate no it did not in real estate people still wanted to go out and look at houses and masks and all (laughs) at at the end of the day everyone needs a place to live you know and we've talked about this many times on the show um that you know they're they're they had an opportunity, a lot of buyers had an opportunity to um, either move home or, um, you know, be able to save more money so they have a higher down payment. Oh, yeah. um, so that's why you're seeing a lot of cash. You're seeing a lot of high down payments. Yeah. Um, so, I have buyers, they just keep putting money in because we can't find something. Or yeah. I mean, I've had buyers that have put in nine, ten offers. I've had buyers that have done two or three and they are, you know, outbid. But every time they don't get a house, their money's piling up and they're getting yeah. a nice down payment. So they yeah. are taking their money and doing it, using it wisely. Yeah. 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 So it's smart. I just had something yeah. in my head and I totally forgot what it was. So I guess I'll just move on. What, what was Jim? Um, well, we were talking, Jim and I were talking yesterday, you know, everybody tries to predict what the market is and we, our, our line is always, well, if we had a crystal ball, we could, you yeah. know, tell you what's going to happen. But buying a house as opposed to like a luxury item, it's, it's, you either need to buy a house. It's not like something that you can change your mind. Like we need to move. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I need a diamond necklace. No, I don't need it today. Yeah, yeah, I need to move because I now have four kids and I need to move. Yeah. Or a job is taking me somewhere. Yeah. Or it's, you know, it's more of a 
it's a decision that has to be made. It's not a yeah. choice sometimes. Yeah. Well, going back to not really having at least re- a lot of resales on the market right now, um, I was having a conversation with one of our agents here at the office, and she had said to me, you know, I feel like I'm working so much harder but I'm like, there's not like, there's nothing like I go, because you are working so much harder. Yeah. You're and on she's that. like, well, yeah. And I go, no, you are. Because instead of showing five houses to one buyer, now you're showing 10. Yeah. Yep. And I, until they get accepted, until they get accepted, you know, so you might think that like, because there's no paycheck coming in or whatever you want to call it, that you're not working as hard, but you are working harder. You are. You know, yeah, you, you're, you're you, working harder you're, for it. You're that MLS boy. You're on it every single day, checking it for your buyers. I've even started to go back. Like, you know, the ones come on the market that you're like, oh, we have to go see it. Let's make an offer. 20 people show up. There's 30 people. There's 15 offers and you're not going to get it. I've now gone back into the listings that have been on the market for a while and maybe the prices come down a little bit mm-hmm. and go back and say, now let's take a peek at this one again. Mm-hmm. Let's go back and look at this mm-hmm. now at this price. At this price, you might be able to modify it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. But again, it takes more time because yeah. now you're going back through not just the new listings. Yeah. You're going back into your active listings that have been on for a while. Mm-hmm. So it takes it takes time and then you got to send them out and set up your appointment. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, But back to new construction, how important is it to set expectations for the buyers? Oh, you need to, um, again, a blessing to work with Bob. He deals directly with the client. So we kind of take that middle, like, I don't want somebody coming in and say, I want this color paint, and then they tell me, and then I tell somebody mm-hmm. else. So that we take that middle person out, so Bob deals directly with the client. Ooh. So the expectations are set, and, you know... It's, again, not always easy to have a conversation when you have to tell somebody that you're getting delayed and you're getting delayed. Yeah. So you just want, it's better to just get it right up front, like, this is what's going to happen. And as long as everybody does what they're supposed to do, it all comes together at the end. And it's a wonderful yeah. day when they all move in together. And we've been to some of the closings with Bob. And I'm like, there are gifts being exchanged at the <laughs> table because they have become so yeah. close with each other. Because you're talking to them every day. You want to make some changes, color, you know. Yeah. So it's just a wonderful, it's a great experience. I love new construction. Yeah, you really do. Because it's new kitchens and you go in and you're like, oh, I love that tile. I want to put this in my house. You know, a reclaimed beam as a, um, as a mantelpiece and it's, yeah, it's fun. It's It's just fun. fun. Yeah, it 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 really is is fun. And we'll get more into uh, how fun new construction is after the break. Tim, are we ready for a quick break? So ready. All right, perfect. Thank you, um, and we'll be right back. Okay. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Do you dread the change of the New England seasons? Do you get irritated when you have to take your boat out of the water and wish you had warm weather all year long? Are you tired of the hassle of snow removal and you're ready to fly south for the winter? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. Hello, 
you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by the one, the only, Tracy Grady of the Grady team. Hello. Um, today, we are talking new construction, so if you have any questions, you can give Tim a call at um, WATD's radio studio. It is 781-837-4900. We are live on Facebook, so if you are a little shy and don't want to call in, um, you can uh, sort of leave us a hello on there. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> are you texting Jim? Are you listening? Yes. Yeah, he's reminding me that I'm on Facebook Live because I probably told the story that I was going up the banister and I pulled out my <laughs> Yeah, at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 are not at WATD studio. We have our own studio here at our office at Boston Connect Real Estate, and we had our um, we we have our office cleaned um, once a month. <laughs> Tracy almost took a tumble this morning because it was so clean. It was so clean. I'm going to tell you right now that banister was definitely polished with wax last night because when I went to grab it, it slid right down, and I went. I'm like, if I knock Mark's fish tank over, I'm oh in big gosh. trouble. Yeah, uh, well, we have a couple new fish, so I'll tell you all about them afterwards. Oh, I'm all excited about that. All the names and everything. So, Um, But yes, let's get back to the fun stuff. Let's talk about the fun stuff. Let's talk about the fun stuff. So you walk in. Can can someone customize everything in a home? Yes. Yep. Pretty much (laughs) everything. You can talk about your layout in your kitchen, how you want it to be. Do you want your sink in your island? Do you want your sink in front of a window? I mean, right down to everything. You can pick out your colors, your trim. Um... And there are just so many new things in the market. One of the big things, and we did it at our house, is um, the the blackout windows. The instead of like the white trim in your slats in your you know nine over nine, six over six, um, super popular right now. Um, black blackout windows, so black and white. Um, it gives it kind of an old farmhouse look. Yeah, I think we should all say a thank you to Joanna Gaines for her yeah. farmhouse <clears throat> chic that yeah. we have. Yeah, there's a beautiful home. I don't know if it's Hanson or Pembroke. It's like I, I think it's West Elm Street. It's all white. Yeah. Has the black windows. Yep. Have you? Yes, I know exactly where you're I, talking about. Every yeah. time yeah. I pass it, I'm like, I want to live there. Yeah. It's just beautiful. I mean, it I gives you that there. modern farmhouse look. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge trend right now. Yeah. But those windows do come with a very expensive price tag. Yes. Um, we painted ours, so we kind of did it in a. In an economical way, <laughs> um, but if you order them, you do have to plan on probably spending a, a well above ten grand extra. Yeah, for windows yeah. with the black, and because they're on trend, it, they're probably going to be back ordered. Yep, they're a little tough to come by. Yep. So, but that's um, okay. No, it's good fun. things come to those who wait. Absolutely, it's well worth the wait because it, it is a slick look. It really yeah, is. It, a really, it's a, be- yeah. it's a beautiful look. I love that house, and it's funny because there's another house um, on Gorham. <laughs> it looks like the gingerbread house. Like it's green but it's sideways and it has a huge like um beautiful stone chimney in the front oh. so they're total polar opposites but i'm obsessed with both of them <laughs> every time i walk dexter like this house it's just so beautiful yeah. and like so like it, it perfect i'm just like please let me live here <laughs> please can i knock are you for sale <laughs> i love it call so me much. Call, call me if you're gonna sell call me call me, call me. Um, um yeah and again high-end kitchens are huge yeah. right now oh let's talk about that rooms oh the, oh, the tubs the whole yeah. water room like yeah what, it's not it's, it's like a, a glass enclosure so yeah. it's like the whole bathroom is the size of like i don't know a house that maybe a small I bedroom. Buy, yeah i'd say a small bed most bathrooms are the size of a small bedroom and it's no. the master 
So, and you're walking in and it's, I'm just thinking of one of the, um, one of the model homes that we had, I think it was the Gloucester over, um, at Copperwood and it just had the most beautiful bathroom. Like you Mm -hmm. walk in and it's just like this glass wall and then the showers on this end and there's a soaking tub on this end. And it's just like, it was just the wow factor. I remember being downstairs and I always knew when people walked into the master bathroom because you could hear an audible gasp. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm having a moment. Because yeah. it, spa bathrooms are big right now. People want to feel like, I want to feel like I'm in a hotel, well, a high-end hotel bathroom. That well, has. you know, when you are you know, paying that price tag and yep. you're designing something yourself and you're going to design it to live in it, yep. you want it to feel luxurious. Yeah. And you those know? soaking tubs are just spectacular with the little wooden tray over the top where you can put your glass of wine and your your sound, your music. Is that realistic, though? Do people actually take baths with the whole thing? Because (laughs) I'm just not a huge... I mean, I'd like to think, yes. If you're going to go to the trouble of putting a clawfoot tub or a soaking tub in... I would think that by the time that you you do all that stuff, that the water's going to be cold. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Once you get it all situated and all, like, picture perfect, you get in and you're like, like, oh. oh... I need to run some more water. Like when you're getting a pedicure, like by mid pedicure, you're like, the water's cold. Yeah, I'm done now. Yeah, just just, just paint them. (laughs) Just get them done. Let's just paint them up. But yeah, the bathrooms, we've seen some unbelievable bathrooms in this, in the new construction houses. Um, The soaking tubs, the steam showers, the the showers at either end. And in the shower is the size of a wall and tile, just tile till the, till you just can't. Well, Talk about I, I feel like it's kitchens and bathrooms that sell a home. Yeah, it you know? truly is. And it, 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 it always will be. It's yeah. always going to be. Kitchens and bathrooms are always where you're going to spend the most money and definitely, you know, get your most money back when you yeah. go to sell it as well. Yeah. So it's it's worth the money. It definitely is. It is it is worth the money. Yeah. Um, because also that's where guests are going to be. So they're going to, yep. you gather around in the kitchen, you entertain, you know, people are going to use your bathroom. Um, people yep. aren't going to just be walking into your bedroom or into a closet mm-hmm. or into your laundry room. Nope. Like, you know, those Kitchens are, those are, are rooms for you Yeah. Oh, and for the people that live in your home. But you know, if you're sort of into... Your what? My nose is running. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, did I say something bad about a bathroom? No. Um, no. In kitchens, people, yeah. that's where everybody goes. You can try your hardest to put food in your dining room, food in another room or another area. My family just picks the food up and brings it back into the kitchen and where we <laughs> yeah. stand around the island and that's where everybody congregates. So, yeah. you know, kitchens are, are definitely co- have come a long way. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, let's talk about the difference between a model home and a uh, custom build. So we don't do a lot of model homes. Well, in this market, you know, you know, we don't build on spec a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the homes are custom for us, so we haven't really. I mean, we've done some condos where we've had the model and staged it, mm-hmm. and um, it just gives people a better perspective on you know what their stuff is going to look like yeah. in their unit. So we don't do a lot of model homes anymore. Really? You guys did more. Um, in yeah, because you had yeah. different style homes, whereas we do more custom home. Building. Yeah, I think that's the difference. So yeah. I know you do very much like custom build, and I um, yeah. when Sharon and Mary when when we do um, our projects with Stonebridge Homes, it's very much let me show you what we have to offer. You know, yeah. so 
in the model homes, there there's a lot of um, quote unquote upgrades or sort of showcasing what they're capable of doing, and yep. people love that. And I think that there is a misconception maybe with um, model homes where people come in and they don't know that it's for sale. Yeah, you know, you can purchase a model home. It's not like, and oh, here's a model, and then we're gonna take a forklift and take it away. Yeah, as though development is sold. You can buy it. You can purchase it. You can buy it, and you can get a little bit more Scooby Snacks for that. Like, you get the built-in draw microwave or the high-end stove. You get more bang for your buck. So you might have, you know, X amount of dollars worth of upgrades, and we'll get into sort of what an upgrade is. Yeah. But you're not gonna pay that full, you know. Yeah dollar price if you are to do a custom build. So, you know, you you get sort of a great deal with model homes. Yes, because they're going to put everything in so that when you go into that model yeah. home, you can say, well, I want that, but I don't want that. Yeah. And I mean, and upgrades is probably a perfect time to talk about upgrades. Yeah. So you go in and you love this house. And there's usually a package price mm-hmm. for what you're going to get. And yeah. then anything above and beyond that package price. Like usually there's an appliance, let's just use an appliance allotment. Yeah. So you're going to get X amount of dollars to put towards your appliances. Most people buy one appliance for what their allotment could potentially be. I mean, stoves today are ten, fifteen thousand dollars for a, you know, a high end. What? Yeah. Yeah. Stoves are big money. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I might have yep. to live in my car. <laughs> get your little Bunsen burner to put in the back of your car. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, you can spend... So, an upgrade... Upgrades can be cabinets, trim levels on cabinets, trim levels on the handles on a cabinet, trim level from quartz to granite. Yeah. So, all of these are upgrades. Um, The house probably comes with carpet in the bedrooms. Yeah. But some people don't want carpet in their bedrooms. But that would be an upgrade if you wanted to go to a hardwood floor. So the package price includes, so it's very important to look at what the package includes. And if you're not somebody who wants carpeted bedrooms, then you know you're going to pay an upgrade price Yeah. for a floor on X amount of dollars of whatever it's going to be to upgrade to a and, hardwood floor. And even if you do want carpet in the bedrooms, there's so many options oh, for that. Yeah. Some people want, <laughs> yeah, if you want carpet, you don't, you know, a builder grade carpet is probably not going to be, you know, it, it's a great carpet. It's going to last forever. But if you're picky and you want something, you know, more, it's yeah. going to be an upgrade. That's yeah. going to be an upgrade. Yeah. So you got to kind of keep in mind, you know, when you start getting to those upgrades and you go into that model home and you're like, I love those cabinets. I want that. I want this. And then yeah. you kind of get a price and you're like, oh, okay. I might have to taper that down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And there are things that can sort of wait because I always tell people, you never know where things should go or what what colors you should do until you're living in the space. Yeah. Live in the space because I remember I was doing um, sort of a walkthrough over at um, Bristol Estates um, mm-hmm. in, in Pembroke and they were like, oh, should I put the dining room table here? Like, the walls weren't even up, you know? So should I put the dining room table here? Should I put the... And I'm like, were you planning on hosting 10-plus people in the first five months, six months that you're living here? Well, no, probably not. I'm like, okay. Give it a little time. Live in the space. You need to live in the space. Live in the space. Move the table around a little bit. If, you know, you're not going to be hosting that many people in the first six months, live in the space and you'll see where 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 it goes because when you're purchasing a, a resale you're looking at how the previous owners Has have it set, set up. up yeah 
you know, so, uh, and I hear a lot um, at open houses when I go to, they're like, oh, well, I would put my couch this way. I have a sectional or I would do this. I would do that. Or, or is it going to fit? Is like, it what do you fit? think? Do you I think a, yeah. get the tape measure out? There you go. Oh, I have people <laughs> walk in with the tape measure all the yeah. time. Like, Mark always has one on his hip, so. <laughs> Jim always has one in the car. He has a little compartment for it. So oh, it's yeah. like, hold on. I know. I have, a, my... I have like a, um, I got from Stonebridge. They gave, uh, I think, uh, Mary Sharon and I like this kit. So oh. I, I keep mine in my car. Well, that's a good I, got a, I got a tape measure. That's I got everything. So you're ready to go. To write notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. If anyone needs me to come over and do some construction, <laughs> yeah, is... I know someone to call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I can do it. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Um, yeah. What were we yeah. talking about? New construction. New construction. Um, yeah. So model homes. I, I personally feel like you know, as it is custom, like somebody did customize that home, mm -hmm. but nobody else has lived in it. So you can go in there and be like, okay, yeah, I don't necessarily love carpet in the bedroom right now, but maybe I can live in the space yeah. and you don't a have year to invest the money in hard Don't, yeah, investment. Like, get the deal. Yeah, get the deal, get it done. This is probably with new constructions gonna be your forever home or at least your home for the next 10 years yeah so you know it it's it, well especially the way that that um builders are building homes right now they're mm -hmm. not building the small ranches no. anymore i kind of i really wish we could find a place but the problem yeah. with building smaller homes in ranches is that it's a lot of money in things that you don't get to appreciate. Yeah, like so the foundation. The foundation, yeah. the basement, all that concrete comes with a price. Yeah. And it's not like, hey, want to go down and check out my foundation? It's mm. super pretty. <laughs> Honestly, if I, if I bought a house, I'd be like, would you like to see my foundation? Would you like to see my roof? Like, I'd be like, I'm going to show off every single dollar that I spent here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this is a really nice roof. And this, this is a really nice and roof. I got a great basement This downstairs. is a 30-year roof. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's some of the problems that you come in building a colonial it's just a you know it's kind of it's a go up type yeah. thing whereas it's not um, yeah you know stretched out so yeah yep but it you do but there's a lot of people that are looking for those ranches and uh, yeah. one level living is you know yeah so that's actually that's what we have down in carver our one level living. what what's first floor bedroom yeah so it has the okay bath. we'll talk yeah. a little bit about that yeah. i know we wanted to talk yeah. about you all and we'll get back to sort of what we yeah. were talking about we'll before but i want you to have the opportunity to talk about you all so um in our subdivision down in carver as i said we had nine lots and the, like they all went so yeah. it was amazing at the time we were we were writing i was writing up purchase and sale agreements like passing them up just to get and it just it was the timing of it covid yeah. everybody masks on what well, you know we took people out there so we still have one lot available down there where the house has already been designed um the people changed their mind they ended up moving um to someplace else so they we already had it under agreement it has a gorgeous um master bedroom on the first floor mm -hmm. with bath um, it has a room over the garage that can be um, built out. It has um, beautiful two-story um, family room that goes up. It is a beautiful home. And we've actually had a couple people look at it, and we just, so it's still available. So I think a lot of people think we have nothing left down there. Yeah. So I thought it would be a good idea to come on the show and say, hey, we still have one lot, and the hard part's already done. The house is already designed, but everything can still be customized to what you want it to be, the kitchen, the colors, the countertops, yeah. whatever you want. So, you know, give us a call. 
We'd love to talk to you about it. If you think you have a client that might be interested down there, it's a beautiful lot. They're all oversized lots down there. So that one has plenty of room if you decide you want to put in a pool. Um, the foundation's already in, so you can kind of take a peek as to how it sits on the property. Um, the other houses that are down there are lovely. Everybody who's been there have been a joy to work with. And there's some really beautiful, we have a couple of modern farmhouses in there. We kind of have expanded Cape, Colonials. It's a really pretty subdivision. And again, KG Development. My buddy Bob does a great job. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, if anybody's interested, you can give us a call. You can always reach me at 617 620 8484 or give Jim a call at 617 842 4019. We would be happy to talk to you about it. We'll meet you out there, do a walkthrough. Feel free to drive by. It's um, Yule Street right off of High in Carver. So, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. They're yep. beautiful. They're beautiful. And they homes. did. It's they did go really quickly. So that's why I just, forgot about like having one left. I was like, wait, you have one more left? They're like, I feel like I was getting they like went, deposits yeah. every single day. And again, we were we just didn't kind of see it coming because it was COVID. So we were all like, oh, yeah. what's going to happen? And yeah, well, people that, wanted new homes. And that's what happened with the second phase of um, Copperwood. So the first phase took, I feel like, almost two years, and then the pandemic happened and we got like 15 reservations all like in a row and the second phase was sold out yes i was blown away by copperwood when the second phase was like it was just gone yeah yeah well we do have another development um i will take this moment uh to let everybody know i know sharon and mary have talked about it before but um cochise estates in west bridgewater it's a 92 unit community it um has single family homes and duplexes um there is only one single family home left in phase one it's a fairfield model um that'll be ready to um, sort of be on the market um, probably at the end of June. It's going to be listed for probably $8.99. But they're currently taking reservations on the duplexes models. Um, Those are starting at $6.49. And the model duplex, again, we're doing models over there. Model duplex is estimated to be completed probably June. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we'll start doing open houses just in time for summertime. Summertime. (laughs) (laughs) Over in West Bridgewater. So, Um, but yeah, beautiful. Um, I know there's 92 units over there. So they're doing, it's a little bit different. So with Copperwood and Bristol, they were um, only single family homes. um, And and over there, we're doing single family homes and duplexes. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good development. Gives yep. you a little bit of an option over there, but um, but yeah, but but you know, and I haven't had a chance to go to Yule, and I feel like I have to because oh, it looks like a you just you've been talking about it, and it's just beautiful, and and I want to see, I love seeing like our agents listings that's why i like to go to the open houses Melissa and always comes to our open houses yeah yes. promote the open houses and everything because i like to go around and see like you got i see you guys get excited for your listings and that it makes me get excited for your listings yes. yeah so i'm like oh have you seen tracy grady's new listing over in carver <laughs> it's have lovely you, have you been to the open house <laughs> <laughs> we're actually thinking about having an open house on the foundation yeah, you should. I was thinking maybe a hot dog party. And Do boots. something different. I could go back to Million Dollar Listing and have like a little soiree out on the foundation to yeah. see, see if we can get some people out there to we check it out. We should see if Frederick Eklund is available. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> well, Sharon, uh, not Sharon, she wasn't there, but um, myself, uh, uh, Sam Horton, Mary Baker, Kristen Hallett, I think it was, that was it. Um, a couple years ago, we met Ryan Serhan. <sighs> 
I was going that day too, and I was yeah. so mad when I saw that. Yeah, picture. it was Mary's birthday, Mary's thirtieth yeah. birthday. So uh, we went and saw. We went to a, a conference, and he was one of the speakers. And you should have seen me. I I I made sure to get front so row go. seats in the middle. Well, we were in the second row because there were some. Um, some women who yeah, wanted those seats, yeah. so and I wasn't gonna tackle everybody in front of every, everybody. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it, it was it was hilarious. Yeah, they all thought it was pretty funny. But then we got to meet meet him and take a picture. And That's exciting. I loved his book. I yeah. loved his book. Yeah, it yeah. was a great book. Yep. I read that um, on a cruise. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, now that um, we're friends, I'll uh, see you. I'll yeah, see if you can get us to yeah, see, see if you can come to my open house yeah. and we'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We only have about 10 minutes left in the show, so let's um, get back into okay. sort of this. Is there anything that you want to cover um, that's on here? So I know we went to, um, you know, the model homes. Um, are we going to talk about open houses, showings? Is it easy to show new construction? No, it's not easy to show. No, <laughs> I no, actually it's really was not, not expecting that no, answer. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, piece next of cake. question. No, yeah, okay. no, can we just move on to that? No. It, well, it's difficult because, again, um, in this market, well, let's talk a little bit about land. Yeah. If anybody's out there sitting on a piece of, like, a big chunk of land that you've always thought, like, I'm going to sell it someday – Give me a call. Because yeah. <laughs> land is super hard to yeah. come by right yeah. now. Even onesie twosie lots are, are not, you know, I, and I do think that there are plenty of people out there that probably have that piece of land. Having worked in the building department, I can I can tell you people would come in all the time with their plot plan. Mm-hmm. And they would say, oh, my, my father said I could subdivide this down the line, so I've been saving it. So I, I want to subdivide it now. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at it and you're like, yeah, I hate to be the person to you burst have your bubble. turtles on yeah, that you land. You could have endangered <laughs> turtles on your land. More than likely, you don't have enough frontage because yeah. a piece of land has to meet certain expectations, and every town has a different idea of what they want their lots to be. Um, so you need to have X amount of frontage for a property, uh, X amount of land. Usually, you have to have a circle in the radius of where the house has to sit. So a lot of times, people will go back to... Um, we used to call them pork chop lots, where mm-hmm. you'd have 20 feet of frontage, yeah. and the land would go back, and then you'd have plenty of land behind it. Yeah. So it kind of creates that. So towns don't really want that anymore. They want to make sure that you have enough frontage and um, and enough land. So it's it's not as easy to subdivide as it used to be. Yeah. Um, it, like, you know, a piece of land that your grandmother passed down to you is like, oh, yep, that's a piece of land. You can build whatever you want on it. Yeah. You yeah. not necessarily can do that so anymore. If- you're you're speaking to the people now. Yes. If somebody yeah. has land, what should they do? Should okay. they go to the town hall? Should they call you? Obviously, either I would yeah definitely you know give us a call. Um, but I would definitely take your plot plan. Um, a lot of towns have what's called GIS, and you can have access to that if you go onto most of these town websites, town of Pembroke, town of Hanover, um, through the assessor's department. You can go in and you can pump in your address, and it'll give you. A rough idea. I wouldn't call it like an engineer's design, yeah. but it'll give you an idea of how much mass of land that you're talking about. And then you can see if there's enough frontage to, like, let's just use Pembroke as an example. You need to have 150 feet of frontage on the street and 40,000 square feet of land. So if that's a good start, if you've got that, then that's a really good start. Yeah. Um, then you're going to take into wetlands into consideration, setbacks to where the house is going to be. You have to have 20 feet from the side, 25 from the rear. You have to be 10 feet off your septic tank and 20 feet off your leaching field. So, you know, it's not as simple as saying, hey, I got a big chunk of land that my grandmother left me. Yeah. Can you actually put a house on the property? 
And then when you're talking a big chunk of land, now you need a really good engineer to come in and tell you, do I have three lots, four lots, five lots? How am I going to fit my, um, you know, the street has to go in, the um, utilities have to go in. Mm -hmm. There's a lot Mm -hmm. that goes into new construction. So, Yeah. yeah, showing like an open, like, with our land, it's like this is this is lot four. There are trees here now, but there won't be. <laughs> there won't be. I so promise. Visual, it's tough. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to get the visual of what this is going to look like. So when we go down to Yule Street now, and there are five or six houses that are up, it's like, uh, yeah, it, it's like a transformation that you I know. Just, in the beginning yeah. of a development, it's like we promise we can build homes here. Yeah. <laughs> Please yes, come. exactly. Please come. If we you come, we will build it. What is that? What is that yeah, from it, the movie? If you build if it, you they build will come. come. Yes. Or, okay. Yep. So Field of Dreams. It, yeah. Field of Dreams. I don't even know yeah. if I've ever seen that movie. To be honest. Yeah, that's yeah. It's I a bit of a sleeper. It's a bit of a sleeper for me. I think you have to be a true baseball fan though, so I'm not going to say that because there's probably some super baseball fans out there who are like that movie oh, yeah. is like a temple. I'm not going to lie. I recently watched The Goonies for the first time. Oh, I don't think I've ever watched that. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Sick. I mean, maybe it was okay back in the day, but like the person I was watching it with, like they were laughing, and I'm like, I'm not getting you this. Found, you found that funny. <laughs> I'm sorry to any Goonies fans. So, yeah, I know. That's it. Yeah, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, it's, um, new construction is a challenge. And, and then everybody always has ideas of what they want their house to look like. Mm. And my house has to have this. So, yeah. yeah. Um, one question I do want to get to before um, we run out of time, and then we want to give you um, an opportunity to give your information again, is what's the difference between a reservation and an offer? Um, they're very similar. I mean, both are very similar. We use um, we use an offer as opposed to a reservation. Um, it just feels like another step. They're, I, to me, they're about the same. You, yeah. put, you, you show your intent. You put down a deposit. You sign a contract that says, I'm going to buy this. And then from that point, you move into negotiations with the builder and you sit down and get to a purchase and sale. Yeah. Now, do you guys do reservation, then an offer? Then, because a lot of times we'll go right almost to purchase and sale. So it depends on if they're purchasing um, like a custom build or the model home. So a model home, we would expect an offer. Okay. Um, because that's on the market for a set price. Yep. Um, with the new builds, it's um, typically a reservation. So okay. this is... I'm very interested in this lot because some of the lots, especially over at um, Copperwood and Bristol, where you could um, fit a couple different um, types of homes. So like we had, I think in the beginning, seven or eight different style homes. So some lots could fit two or three different style homes. Did they do custom too? Like if you wanted a custom home or did you have to pick from for, one of For them? Bristol, it yep. was very much like if you had a design, we'll see if we can fit it on our okay. lot. Um, but with Copperwood, it was, um, I, don't, I don't know how many were like so, I don't know if any of them were like so custom. 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 Yeah. Um, but definitely. So there was something that they liked about the like Fairfield. At least the foundation yeah. for one and then you could move a room here, move a room there or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, so t- typically with the new builds, it's, um, you know, I'm interested in this lot. Here's my deposit for yep. this lot. And you have X amount of days to I sort of move forward. So I that. see very similar. Yeah. So in, in an offer, you know, you put, you put your thousand dollars down and then we tend, because it's custom, we'll sit 
And by the time we get to purchase and sale, there are no surprises. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if the, the music is playing yet or not, but I want you to be able to give your contact information again to all of our listeners before we have to head out. Okay. So we are the Grady team here at Boston Connect Real Estate. You can reach me, Tracy, at 617-620-8484 or my husband, Jim. He's at 617-842-4019. We are Tracy at bostonconnect.com or Jim at bostonconnect.com. Give us a call. And if you have any land out there, we would love to talk to you about any type of land that you have and help you, you know, understand whether it, it is buildable or it's not buildable. Yeah. And you know what? Yep. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for That's showing so up. so much fun. Before, <laughs> before me. <laughs> um, but there are so many things that we can talk about in new oh, construction. Yep. If you want yep. to listen to any of our past shows, talkrealestateroundtable.com. And, um, yeah, that's it. Awesome. That's that it. Thanks so for joining me. I know. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody. FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.